everybody. Welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is April 27th. Today, we're going to continue in Doctrine and Covenants 45. Now, to begin, I'm going to describe a few things, and I want you to picture what I'm describing. And as I describe it, and as you are picturing it, I want you to pay attention to what this picture, what this description makes you want to do, okay? So first of all, I want you to picture a red eight-sided sign that has white words in the middle of it. Can you picture that? A red eight-sided sign with words in the middle? What are you picturing? Are you picturing a stop sign? Okay, now picture an upside-down red triangle with an upside-down white triangle on the inside with red writing inside the white writing. Are you picturing that? Good. Now, when you picture that, what do you think of? What does it make you feel like you need to do? I hope you're picturing a yield sign. Now imagine an upside-down U with an arrow on the end and a line through the U. Are you picturing a no U-turn sign? How about a yellow circle with a black X through it? That black X is going to create four triangles. And in the triangle on the left side, there's an R. And in the triangle on the right side, there's an R. What are you picturing? Is it a railroad sign? Now, this may seem kind of silly, but I think it's important that we recognize the reason why we have signs. We're given traffic signs and other signs so that we can understand what is coming and so that we can prepare for what is ahead. If we see a stop sign, hopefully we see it a little bit before we get there. But as we see that stop sign, we recognize that there's going to come a point where we need to stop and we can begin to prepare to stop. If we see a yield sign, we know that we are going to need to slow down and we can begin to prepare to slow down. If we know that we're not allowed to make a U-turn ahead of time, we can prepare and we can plan a different route. Signs are given to us with the purpose of helping us to prepare for what is to come. Now, with that being said, here in Doctrine and Covenants 45, the Lord is going to give the early saints and us signs of his coming. Now, he doesn't give that to us just to prove that it's real or just to prove that he's going to do what he says he's going to do. He gives us those signs so that as we see them, we can begin to prepare for what is ahead. Elder Hales once taught, Before that sacred night in Bethlehem, the events of history and the words of the prophets of all dispensations prepared the way for the first coming of the Lord and his atonement. Similarly, history and prophecy laid the groundwork for the restoration of the gospel through the prophet Joseph Smith. Do we have eyes to see that the events and prophecies of our time are preparing us for the Savior's second coming? Now, I love that quote because if we were to search the Bible and if we were to search the Book of Mormon and the Doctrine and Covenants and the words of the prophets, we would find it packed with signs of the second coming. Now, it's easy to write those signs off as coincidence or things that haven't been fulfilled. However, it's up to each of us to have eyes to see so that we can understand the signs of the second coming so that we ourselves can be prepared. Now, with that being said, I think it's really important not to speculate too much, and I really do my best not to do that. 
Oftentimes there are people who will list the signs of the second coming and they'll try to point to things that are happening in our day or previously saying, well, look, this has been fulfilled. That's not how I roll. <laughs> if you want that sort of thing, I'm sure there are people who can do that, but it's, it's not me. I don't feel like it's my place to decide what has and hasn't been fulfilled or how or how it hasn't been fulfilled. But what I do believe is that we should recognize that things are happening that the time is at hand when the Lord will come again, and to prepare ourselves for it. Not to panic for it, but to prepare ourselves so that we are ready. President Hinckley once said, How do we prepare for the second coming? Well, you just do not worry about it. You just live the kind of life that if the second coming were tomorrow, you would be ready. Nobody knows when it is going to happen. Nobody knows when the Savior is coming, not even the angels in heaven. Our responsibility is to prepare ourselves to live worthily of the association of the Savior, to deport ourselves in such a way that we would not be embarrassed if he were to come among us. That is the challenge in this day and age. Now, I absolutely love that because I feel that same way. I try not to stress too much about different signs or fulfillments. I just try to live my life every single day to be ready. And if we do that, we can move forward in faith. So let's take a look at what it says here. In verse 16, it says, As ye have asked of me concerning the signs of my coming, in the day when I shall come in my glory in the clouds of heaven to fulfill the promises that I have made unto your fathers. For as ye have looked upon the long absence of your spirits from your bodies to be a bondage, I will show unto you how the day of redemption shall come, and also the restoration of the scattered Israel. Now, I absolutely love this verse, because this verse is going to teach us some of the main things that the Savior is going to do for his saints. If you notice in verse 17, it says, As you have looked upon the long absence of your spirits from your bodies to be a bondage, I am going to show you how I'm going to bring those two things back together. So he's saying, look, there is a bondage when your spirit doesn't have your body. We know that our Father in heaven is spirit and body. So to be perfected, to be glorified, we need both of those things. So to have that separation, to have the spirit separate from the body is a type of bondage. And the Savior is saying here, through me, because of resurrection, I'm going to fix that bondage. I'm going to bring the spirit and the body back together again, never again to be separated. Then we see more. He's not just going to help us be resurrected. He's going to help us be redeemed. This isn't just a physical saving. It's a spiritual saving as well. He says, I will show unto you how the day of redemption shall come. The Savior isn't just interested in bringing us a life forever. He wants to show us how he can redeem us, how he can buy us back and give us a life forever with him and like him, not only freed from death, but freed from hell. That redemption is what he can offer us. And then he gives this third thing that he can do. He says, and also the restoration of the scattering of Israel. So I'm not just going to redeem your souls, but I'm going to gather those souls in. 
as it's talked about earlier in the Doctrine and Covenants, I'm going to provide the peace and the security and the safety as I gather you in through the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what the Savior can do for us actively in our lives. The resurrection, the redemption, and the restoration of the gospel. Now, what I absolutely love about this is these are three of the things that people in our day struggle with the most. They wonder, what is going to happen when I die? Will I see my loved ones again? Will I live again? The Savior's answer here is yes, that through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, he will bring spirit and body back together. People also get caught up in what happens if I sin or in my imperfections. Can I be redeemed? Can I be forgiven? Can I rid myself of guilt? Again, the Savior teaches us that he will redeem, that through him and because of him and in him, we can be clean and made like him. And then finally, the third one is people of these days wonder, what's the purpose? What's the point of life? Why are we here? And it's the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ that answers those questions. My friends, the Savior can do it all for us. The Savior provides the answers, and the Savior provides the power and the means to accomplish all three things, the resurrection, the redemption, and the restoration. I testify that as we follow him, and as we use his power and look for the signs of his coming, we can obtain peace in this life, as we not only believe in him, but we trust and believe him that he can and is mighty to save. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.